In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England zone, Van Helsink. With me, all the way from across the pond, the ghost finder general himself, the most haunted, Richard Felix. Good evening. How you doing? Great to hear your voice again, my friend. I, it's, I, yes, I've, I've, I've missed it. I've missed it a lot. It's, we uh, missed it's you, not too. Good. Uh, but I'm back, and I'm, I'm pleased to be back. I'll tell you what I've noticed. You know, is it three o'clock over there? It is. We always say good evening. Where? Oh, yeah. You do. Right. Yeah, then. Well, well that's because we're UK-friendly. I know. <laughs> I, I thought it should have been good afternoon. And good evening. But never mind. I've just, <laughs> never noticed it. All the time we've been doing it. Really? Never noticed it. But yeah, yeah. But you, nearly every time you actually say good evening. And I thought, yeah. well, 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 well. But there we go. How are you? That's because we're UK friendly. So therefore we, well, you know, I mean, nice east. Of it. It's very good. Uh, I appreciate it beyond words. We all do over here. In out fact. on the but east yes, coast, it's, it's in the morning. I mean, in the West Coast. Say again, sorry. Out in the West Coast, it's in the morning. Of course, this. Yes, indeed. So you can't do everything, can you? Exactly. Of course, we, so, we've got I mean, viewers everywhere, or should I say, listeners <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> right. I, well, when you think about yeah. it, we get people from uh, Australia calling and you in uh, South Africa. I mean, I don't know what the hell time it is there. What are you? So it was just, no. It's just a very polite uh, way of, of addressing things, and I and I agree with you. Um, but I, I, is it is it a good evening over there? Well, it's good afternoon, and it's it's getting warm. But uh, yeah, is it? Oh, yeah. It's the longest day. Do you do you have the same thing? Because um, it's summer solstice here tonight. Yes, it is. That's when that's when the week before today and the week after today, your hair grows the fastest and the longest. You <laughs> something like that, yeah. And it's also the um, the longest. Hang on, let me get it right. The, the sun shines. The sun shines. Yeah, that'll be the day. Um, it's it's daylight longer uh, tonight than any other night of the year. Um, and every every year without fail, I I, I want to celebrate summer solstice in some way because obviously it's it's one of the sort of the pagan pagan festivals. Right. Um, and I always want to sit outside. With a glass of wine, or even of a, a bottle of champagne, or something like that, and watch the sunset. Um, 
And I think for the last 15 years or something like that, I've been cheated because it's always been a cloudy, rainy, dark, damp night. Guess what, Ron? What? The sun's shining. Get out. Yes, it's been raining for about three weeks over here. Mm. But the sun is actually out at the moment. I'm quite warm. I've just been sitting outside uh, in the sun. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that I can watch the sunset and um, watch it set over the woods that are at the bo- bottom of my field here. And um, who knows Very what cool. might happen at 12 so, o'clock. You didn't get any of that volcanic ash cloud over there, did you? Not this time. Oh, that's No, cool. this is the Icelandic one, I presume, is it? Right, right. Yeah, no, nothing this time. We, 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 it, it, it upset them in Scotland um, about two weeks ago, I believe, when one or two... Um, one or two flights were cancelled, but but really, no, no nothing like last year because it really, really was quite serious last year. Mm-hmm. But no, this time, um, absolutely nothing. So we've got away with it, thank goodness. So let me. So what's been happening to you, my friend? Well, we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. But uh, I know we have a guest online. So, do you do you believe in vampires? Do I believe in vampires? Ooh, dear, 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 dear. Um, I believe in vampire bats. Okay. That, that suck the blood out of, of, of cattle. Um, we have a government to do uh, that and for hang us around here. Their necks and, and drink the blood. But I'm afraid that they, they to me, they're in the same realm as, as demons and hobgoblins and um, werewolves and things. But, so, possibly no, but I'm prepared to be convinced, Ron. Okay. Did you ever, did you ever hear of a, a television show back, probably, I would guess, in the 70s? Uh, God, I can't remember. I'm so old, I can't tell. Uh, <laughs> called uh, Dark Shadows? No. Bottomus Collins? No, no, I know Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you would. <laughs> you dirty old man, you. <laughs> but anyways... We have we have a young couple on the line who actually has a haunted B and B that is I don't I don't know how you would describe this. In fact, why don't we bring them on the line? Why don't they describe it for us? Exactly. So let's talk to Brian and Jerry Gray of the Collins. Call, am I going to mess this up again <laughs> as usual? <clears throat> Brian, help me out here. <laughs> Uh, it is called the Collinwood Inn. Bed there you breakfast. go. That wasn't hard at all. For me, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and and it is this kind of a special B and B, isn't it? Brian? Yes, it, it's a Dark Shadows themed uh, bed and breakfast based on wow. the uh, TV show from I believe it ran from 1966 to 1971. Okay, so it was in the 60s. All right, cool. And, in fact, I think this is the anniversary somewhere of the uh, coming up, right, on the June 27th? On June 27th will be the 45th anniversary of the airing of the first episode of Dark Shadows. And and for those who don't know what Dark Shadows is, why don't you give us a little description of it? Me included. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's Dark... why I mentioned it. <laughs> uh, Jerry could probably describe it a bit better than I could. Um, you want to take right. that, Jerry? Sure. Hello. <laughs> hey, Jerry. Hiya. Hi. Happy summer solstice. There you go. Yeah, thank you. The sun's shining, and I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, okay. Dark Shadows. It was uh, it was a daytime drama, a gothic soap opera that took place in a small fishing village in. Collinsport, Maine, 
Uh, it was the first television show of its kind to introduce supernatural characters, vampires, ghosts, witches, things like that. Wow. And uh, we, we've been fans of the show since we were kids and thought it would make a great theme for a B&B, especially since the house is big and it's old and it just seemed perfect for something like that. So uh, why don't you give up your website so that people can actually go and take a look at this house while we're on the air? Okay, it's Colin Wood Inn, that's C-O-L-L-I-N-W-O-O-D-I-N-N. You got to think about it then, didn't you? Dot com. I don't have it in front of me, so my mind is blank. I blame Richard because he makes everybody nervous. It's, well, it's all my fault. No, it's, it's, it's because <laughs> he can't pronounce things. <laughs> Yo, no, thanks, it's, it's the summer solstice that's just stirring up those pagan juices, you know? You I go. agree with you. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, it was really a groundbreaking uh, show in, in that it, it was a soap opera, and it, it really dealt with vampires and supernatural, which back then was unheard of. I mean, I, I was a kid back then, and I, I remember you know, I used to watch it all the time. I mean, it was mo- mostly women liked it but because uh, it wasn't so proper. But, uh, yeah, I was a closet uh, doc shadows. <laughs> <laughs> well, it originally started out as just uh, an, an ordinary... Uh, soap opera that had kind of a gothic setting, and the ratings were very low, so they decided uh, they would try something different to boost the ratings, so they put a vampire on the show, and sure enough, it worked, and then uh, not only did the ratings go up, but the uh, viewers uh, expanded from just housewives to uh, a lot of younger people and older people alike, because the show was just so different. Right. And somebody in the chat room actually wanted to know what state that is, and that's Oneida, New York. Yeah, we're we're in upstate New York. We're about a half hour from Syracuse, right in the middle of the state. Oh, cool! Very cool. So, I mean, it, it's one thing that you were a kid and uh, liked the thing, but I mean, to jump right into spending some money on a B and B to to do that theme and, and, and to take a, I would think you take a chance with it because it's never been done before. So I, I you know, I really condemn, yeah, condemn, commend you for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. I'm actually looking it up on the internet now. That's why, <laughs> that's why I've gone very quiet. Oh, that's, that's all right. You're having a look, see what it's all about. It, it's really cool. Take Check it out. For those, you got to check out the, the building. It's also absolutely awesome. Oh, I you mean, look fantastic. Jerry, was it, was it over? Did it come to England? I'm sorry, what was that? Did it, did it actually come over to England? The, the show? The, the show, Dark Shadows? Yeah, was it yeah. on the English TV, do you know? I I don't know if if it was or not. I'm very surprised if it didn't. Very surprised because I mean you know most most, most good t- American TV you know comes over here. But I've never I must have a terrible thing to admit, but I've never heard of it and I don't know anything about it. So I, I wonder. So someone out there will tell me. I'm sure. Uh, but well, it, it, really it would quite interesting. It, it would be a shame if it didn't because it? it was really a fun show. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's, you know, the, the gothic look and everything was, was, like she said, very, like Jerry said, was very cool. But then when they started adding the character, I mean, when you think about it, it's in Maine. I mean, that's all Stephen King genre, mm. 
this is before Stephen King was really famous or not. I think. <laughs> oh yeah. I've got the series. The, se- the series cast here: Jonathan Fred, Barnabas Collins. Is this the same thing? Grayson Hall, jo- Dr. Julia Hoffman, in 434 yep, that's, that's episodes. That's the one. That's the one. Wow. Yep. How many episodes? I mean, it, it, five, this guy here, Jonathan Fred, was in 594 episodes of the program from 1967 to 71. Yes, you've got to realize, Richard, that this was a soap. This this was a soap opera, Richard. So it was on every day. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. We we didn't we didn't do that then in in England. We didn't have things on every day. I don't so, think we got it, you know. So what, but Jerry and, and Brian? I have to ask you guys: what, what came first, the house or the idea? <laughs> the house, actually. Yeah. It did, and then so you 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 bought this house and. And what? <laughs> I mean, well, we, we were well, actually looking. We we were looking for something that would uh, make a good B and B, and yeah. we fell in love with the house. And uh, when we we bought the house, we didn't have the idea for Dark Shadows right. at the time. That came afterwards when we were thinking, what what could we do different instead of just having another Victorian B and B? What could we do? What kind of theme could we give it? And I actually pondered the idea of um, uh, basing the theme on uh, Shirley Jackson's book, The Haunting of Hill House. But then okay. I thought, that might be a little too extreme. That might scare people. I don't want people running out of the house in the middle of the night screaming. So I thought uh, Dark Shadows would be more fun, but it would still be keeping with the supernatural theme and, and all that, because we do have some ghosts here. <laughs> yeah, That's we what gonna, I wanted to know. That's yeah, exactly we were going to get into that. Yeah. So, so it is haunted, is it? Yes, it is. We've had uh, investigators here and and have done an investigation, and they have found out that there are actually uh, six six spirits of humans and two of animals. At least. Really? Yes. Right. I always say, and tell me more, because this is where I come in, you know, wanting to know the history of, of the... How old is the house? The house is uh, approximately... 145 years old. Right, right. Is it is it wooden or or, or brick built? It's brick. Oh, it's brick. oh this, right. there's your uh, stone uh, tape theory there, Richard. That, that's exactly where I'm coming from. You see, that's what I was thinking straight away. So it's a brick yeah. for, for the stone. It's an old brick built building. Um, yeah, it's a Dan, it's an old brick Victorian Italianate uh, wow style house. And the foundation is stone uh, with with some brick. Right. Sandstone, probably? Yes. Red sandstone. So I'm, I'm, I'm a great believer in this stone tape theory where, where some, some ghosts that people see in buildings are, are due to the fact that they're a, a, the residual energy, a recording of a trauma or tragedy that happened. Have you got, do you know the, you know, the families that lived in it? Uh, actually, yeah. Actually, we know um, every single family that lived in it, starting oh, with the original boy. owners, the uh, Farnums. Right. And uh, he, uh, he he did a number of things throughout his lifetime, but he was a uh, main thing was that near the end of his life, he was he was a bank himself, 
and uh, he right. was also on the um, board of directors for the um, Oneida Gaslight Company, and he was also the president of the uh, of the board that uh, built this big, beautiful uh, cemetery that's down the road from here, okay. which we give tours to. Oh, I was going to the cemetery tours as well. Well, that's very good. Yeah. Oh, that's what it's all about. That's fantastic. How many bedrooms have you got? How many? How many? Uh, Richard, yes, you took the words out of my mouth. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> we have four bedrooms that are are avail, uh, available yes. for uh, anybody. They're all on the second floor, and our yeah. our master bedroom is down on the first floor. And, and each of the guest rooms are named after a character from Dark Shadows. Yeah, I know. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and what each a room has its own. Idea. Yeah, each room has its own private bath, yeah. and two of the Is rooms that a blood come with bath, uh, by any chance. Two of them come with uh, jacuzzi tubs as well. Wow! I'm so next time you're over here, Richard. Sorry, next time you're over here. Oh, I can't wait to put it on the list. <laughs> it really is such a. Such so we'd a, love to have a, you as a guest. idea. It's such a clever idea. I think it's wonderful. Well done. You know, the interesting fact, Richard and, and uh, Jerry and Brian, is that you, I say dress it up, but you, you furnish it in uh, Victorian furnishings. So, I mean, it's yeah. got that feel to it, but, I mean, that's good for the living. But I think that also works for the dead as well. I agree. Well, I've, been do- I've been doing a lot of uh, renovations, bringing back the... Uh, the old wood that people have painted over top oh, of, yeah. and um, yeah. it seems to, as soon as I get down to the original wood in that, it just seems to bring a lot of activity back into the house. And in fact, the more work we do on the house with renovations and redecorating, it seems to stir things up and increase the paranormal activity here. Actually, that's very that's common, wrong. believe it or not. Don't yeah. you think so, Richard? Yes, it happens. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm working uh, at the moment on, on the number of um, hauntings in, in houses where people disturb the building, either decorating, you know, the number of decorators, builders, demolition men uh, that, that actually see ghosts, or, uh, and, and again, people in the homes that are doing it themselves. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes they, they, they annoy the ghost because the ghost doesn't like what they're doing, but I think there's a possibility in your case I would imagine that the ghosts are actually very pleased that you're actually turning their, their, their what they possibly still believe to be their home back into what it was in their day. Mm-hmm. Actually, one of them did. Yeah, one of them did tell us over a PX box on the uh, when we had the investigation that mm-hmm. he was very happy with everything that's been done in the house. Ah, oh, that's fantastic. This is this is so real. So many people don't don't seem to to, to understand the realities, you know, behind this. This is this is mm-hmm. this is not Hollywood nonsense or Scooby Doo stuff. This is you know, uh, you two guys that sort of taking over some a home where spirits still still exist in it and 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 making them happy. You know, turning it back into what they once loved. I think it's fabulous. The interest- we had uh, we we had heard about. Uh, things like renovations of old houses, stirring up activity. So we weren't yeah. surprised when when we started and, and, and things began happening. In fact, we, we actually kind of welcomed it. I'm sure. 
Uh, we, we, Richard, we actually have a question from uh, Kat in the Pararex chat room. She, yep. she, she's wondering if uh, restoration, do you think it stirs up uh, the spirits because energy has been stored in the walls and, and by exposing oh. them? And... <laughs> I think that's a slight possibility. It's a little bit like when... And you know, you, when you start bashing the walls about, and now I'm talking possibly uh, when I say renovation, um, demolition, or even sort of you know when the walls come down or, or part walls come down, oh, okay. it's a little bit I think like knocking your 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 cassette player on the floor. Sometimes the jolt causes the player to come on and play, and I think that can happen in in the building um, very much so. And uh, there again, I think we're talking of a you know, a, a residual energy, uh, a recording. But I also believe that that disturbing the building causes the... I hate using the word entity because it sounds scary and they're not supposed to be, but, you know, the, the, the spirit, the soul of, of the person that's still in there. Um, as I say, sometimes it upsets them because you're, you're, you're changing their building. Uh, and other times, like in this case, I think it... it, it they love it because they're seeing it return to its former glory. So I think and, there's a bit of both, to be honest with you. What about the other way in, in that if you are restoring something, that you might actually draw spirits in because now they are coming to a place that is was familiar to them versus a place that wasn't. I mean, it might have been modern in other words, or whatever. That's alien. You're right. Because it was modern and clinical and not at all as they knew it. I think you're right. It, it's, a, it's a bit like creating a large trigger object, isn't it, Ron? Yeah. Where you actually, so, rather than just leaving a teddy bear in a room because of a child, you actually restore the house to its full so, form. So it, it makes it feel more like home to the spirits yeah. because it, it reminds them back. more of something from their time. Right. Yeah, exactly. So that begs the bigger question for, for Brian and, and Jerry, and that is... When you first moved in, was there paranormal activity? And I know you said since you've been renovating, it has increased. So, I mean, when, when was the point? First of all, was there paranormal activity when you moved in? And then did you see it constantly growing? Uh, yeah, there was uh, some activity when we first moved in. It was mostly um, the animals that were still in the house. Mm-hmm. You would feel them brush up against your leg. Oh, you cool. could be sitting at the uh, computer at nighttime, and next thing you know, you feel like a cat licking your leg. Well, at the time, we never had a cat in the house. And then we would hear footsteps in the uh, what would be the servants' quarters of the house, right up above us where the computer is at nighttime as well. And the more things that got done to the house, the more the activity started really building up more and more. Uh, I found that when I when we cut down two of the uh, stretched uh, canvas ceilings in the house, that's mm-hmm. when things just kind of broke loose. Oh. Suddenly the original ceilings and the original ceiling medallions were back in view, and I had painted them all up, and uh, I was actually up on a ladder painting them with a the little paintbrush and... Uh, and just brought the whole, the, the original crown molding was suddenly back and was fixed up. We had a few spots that had to be repaired on it. And uh, we were lucky we found somebody that could actually still do some plaster work. 
And uh, as soon as uh, all the original things from the house started coming back into view and everything, that's when a lot of the activity really started building and building. Actually, I think the very first thing that happened was when we were moving things into the house, it was an anniversary date of uh, one of the former uh, people oh, that, yes, that lived Dr. in the house, Crockett. Dr. Crockett, who died in the basement of a heart attack. He had a laboratory down here. Oh, and wow. We had mm. gone downstairs, and we were, we were just walking from room to room and talking to him, asking if he, if he was still here, if he could hear us, if he could see us, if, if he was willing to communicate with us, and if, if, he, if he was, if he could give us some kind of a sign. And he replied with a very loud knocking Sound that came uh, at the end of this hallway to let us know that he was still here, and we thought that was that was very nice. We actually had a question from the uh, Tojinet chat room, and it says, "Do do you have uh, period antiques for the furnishings?" And uh, we we talked a little bit about you know the furnishings stirring things up, but do you think anything could be tied to those uh, antiques if you do have some? I, mean, I, I think. Well, uh, yes, we do have a, a lot of period antiques, and, and I do think it's possible. I used to be an antiques dealer, so I, oh. a lot of the, the furnishings in the house were from my, my former shop. And I, I do believe things like that can attract spirits or even uh, have spirits attached to them, mm-hmm. maybe of their you know, previous owners or, or whatever. But uh, I, I think that's quite possible. That yeah. Especially some of the four poster beds, because I'm looking at the pictures while we talk. <laughs> it's absolutely fabulous looking place. Thank you. It really is. Uh, somebody uh, from the Parrex. Everybody should go there. <laughs> somebody from the Parrex chat room actually lovely paintings. The, the uh, bottom are, are they of are they paintings Oops. of uh, um, the, the characters that were in the in the in the show? Some or of them are. They, are. The, the painting in the foyer of Barnabas is definitely yes. one of the characters. We, we have a painting of Angelique, who, who was the show's witch, who was in yeah. love with Barnabas, but uh, yeah. he was in love with somebody else. And so she was the one who put the curse on him and turned him into the vampire as revenge. Yeah. Uh, we have a painting of Quentin Collins, who was a character yeah. that they brought onto the show to help uh, Jonathan Frit out because he, the load was just too great on him. He had uh, more, you know, more lines to memorize than anybody else, and he was just feeling uh, just stressed out, so they brought somebody else in to help him out. And uh, let's see, who else do we have, Brian? Uh, well, we have some autographed pictures of Don Briscoe, um, the... Uh, Sharon uh, Sharon Smith Sharon Smith who played um, Sarah Sarah Con- uh, Sarah <laughs> Collins, Collins um, yeah, we have an autograph of Laura a, Parker a, who played Angelique yeah and plus we also have uh, one of um, David and his mother Laura mm-hmm. who was a her character she was a phoenix Okay, on the show. guys, we we have to take a break right now, but I would love to have you. Can you hang hang around for a few more minutes after the break? Sure can. Okay. Oh, yeah, do, please, guys. This is good. Okay, so you are listening to Ghost Chronicles International on TojiNet, Pararex, Ghost Channel, and Beyond with Richard Felix and Ron Kolick and our very special guests, Jerry and Brian Gray of the Collin Wood Inn, right? That's it. 
Okay, we'll be right back after the following messages. Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly kooky, the Parrax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parrax family. They're strange. Unrestrained. So grab your favorite room. It's time to rendezvous as we give the awards to the Bear X family. Alright. Hi, I'm Ron Kolek, author and lead investigator of the New England Ghost Project, New England's own Van Helsink. And I'm Ann Kerrigan, the blonde bombshell, and I'm the lead investigator of East Bridgewater's Most Haunted. And we'd like to invite you to tune in. Ghost Chronicles, the next generation. Every Wednesday night. At 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on www.toginet.com. So, so we have, what are they going to hear on this stupid show? What are they going to hear? They are going to hear things that they can't believe are happening. Like uh, Beyond Bizarre. And Cemetery Tripping. Oh, that's your deal, right? Absolutely. Yeah, one of these days you're going to get uh, so scared of one of these cemetery tripping things that uh, you'll, I'll have to get a new co-host. <laughs> I am brave beyond belief. Nothing yeah, we'll see. scares me. Except- so anyways, if you're bored and you got nothing to do on Wednesday night, tune in to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Anne and Ron. See you then. International with the ghost finder general himself, Mr. Richard Felix, and New England's own Van Helsink, Ron Kolick, and our very on uh, TojiNet, Pararex, Ghost Channel, and Beyond. And our very special guests today are Jerry and Brian Gray of the Collinwood and, and Oneida, New York. And okay. you know what? I, I don't know why, but uh, it's I, easy to remember your name, but every time I th- Think of you guys call uh, call of uh, uh, Gray. I think of the uh, that DeAndre Dorian, the guy that was in the the uh, photograph. What the heck? What it was? If you ever saw his own photograph, he would uh, turn into dust. What was that? <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh, the, the pic- picture of Dorian Gray. Yes, yes, yes. And and there was a. Uh, uh, who, who was in that? That was uh, Sean Connery and, and a bunch of them. They were superheroes, and he was there. And for some reason, that sticks to me. And Mr. Gray, I think his name was whatever. But anyways, moving on, I digress. Uh, <laughs> as I usually do. I'm so, no looking, relation. Uh, no relation, <laughs> I'm, absolutely. I'm... But it was good, though, because I actually remembered something, which is fantastic for me. Uh, so anyways, you guys have uh, some events coming up, I understand? Yes, we do. Brian, why don't you tell them about it? Okay, on August 13th, we're having a paranormal investigation and seance uh, here at the Collinwood Inn with the uh, New York Shadow Chasers. 
Um, it all starts at 8 o'clock with a meet and greet, followed by a brief, his, a brief historical tour of the, um, of the house and um, a class like Ghost Hunting 101. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, the, the investigation starts around 10 p.m., uh, you know, we'll be using the latest in high-tech ghost hunting equipment, and afterwards there will be a review of uh, the evidence that was that everybody gathered, and that that'll end at around approximately two o'clock. Depends on the activity that night. And mm-hmm. if any of the information changes, we'll post it on Facebook and on our website as well. Okay. And uh, for those who don't know, if you uh, if you like their page on Facebook, you can. Keep aware of what's going on up up there, and we got to get down there. That place sounds really cool. I just we'd love head. to have you guys come. Maybe, maybe you can make it down for Halloween. We're having a big Dark Shadows costume ball. Ooh, there you go. Ooh, <laughs> it's too yeah. cool for me. Uh, or as we like to say, Richard, as we like to say, Richard, fancy dress. Yes, please. <laughs> can I wear my red coat? <laughs> I tell you what, I'd like to know, guys. Um, you, you've, I've just seen these wonderful pictures of the doorknobs, the, the dog's head doorknobs and paws. Do you think that's? Well, I'm just asking. What? What? You, you've obviously got a cat, the ghost of a cat. What, what? What other animals are there in the place? Um, from what we can tell, uh, we actually got a, a, a shot of an orb that has a face of a small dog in it. Right. So as far as like the doorknob. We, <laughs> as far as we know, it, the other pet that's in the house, at least one other pet, uh, we believe is a small dog. Yeah. yeah. Those doorknobs on the front door are magnificent, aren't they? Oh, are they absolutely right. fantastic? Yeah, those oh, yeah, dog heads yeah. coming right out like that. I've yeah, never seen anything like that. Something. Yeah, again, it might be a trigger object, but, but, but I mean, I presume the families, of course, obviously had, had, had pets, just the same as most people did. So probably one or one of their pets that's, you know, for whatever reason, still there, I would think. Could could very well be. Ha, ha, just a matter of interest. So, I mean, who do you, you, you reckon you've got about six, six different spirits in, in the house? Uh, yes. Yeah. Do you know who they are? Have you any ideas who you, they, they may be or, or anything that happened? That, that could I could probably it. tell you exactly who every single one of them is. Really? Yes. Oh, come on, um, man. Okay. Uh, now, uh, what was it? Jer four from the Farnums have died uh, in his house? There was Stephen Farnum who died in the house. His, his wife, wife Elizabeth. Elizabeth. They had a son who died at the age of one and another oh. son who died upstairs uh, in his early 30s. Yeah. Uh, there was Dr. Crockett, Dr. Crockett who, who was a former mayor of Oneida for a year, right. and then he went and served in World War I. Um, and then there was another doctor. Dr. Who, Hummer and his wife have both passed away in this house as well. Wow. So let me let me ask you this question: Is how do you know it? It's I mean, there's a, there's a syndrome called the famous ghost syndrome that whoever dies in a house, it, it's automatically assumed that they're the ones haunting it. But in a lot of cases, it's not necessarily true. So how do you guys know that those particular spirits are haunting that house? Well, with the case of Dr. Hummer, the uh, the man whom we bought the house from uh-huh. told us about an experience he and his wife had when they were living here, 
and they had seen an apparition in the hall near a, a large mirror, and it turned out to, uh, when they described the apparition, uh, who was it that they talked to? Was it Dr. Hummer's son? Yeah, it was Dr. Hummer's son. When, when they described the apparition to him, he said, that that sounds just like my father. My father used to dress like that, and he looked like that. And so they they believe that was Dr. Hummer that they saw. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. A, a lot of what we experience here, especially Brian, is uh, uh, he picks up uh, – the energy around him, he picks up that that uh, their their presence, and sometimes so, we will see like little little shadows darting back and forth, and then right. you turn to look, there's nothing there. So, is, is Brian? A, do you consider yourself a medium? Um, or oh, just sensitive? I, I don't know. I guess some people probably would. Uh, you know, this is all just kind of new type of thing to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I've been able to do it all my life. I have no idea. But as soon as I moved in this house, it was like I have things happening to me all the time. I have people actually talking to me that I look around and they aren't even here, but I can hear what they're saying to me. So, yeah, you are sensitive then, I would say, most importantly. Now, before you moved into the house, did you have that same ability? I mean, for instance, uh, I know you were, Richard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for instance, did you know Jerry before you moved into the house, I assume, correct? Yeah. Uh, yes. Did you At her old house, I was able to sense a few things as well. But there you go. But that house was never anywhere near as active as this house. No. Mm-hmm. no. Do you and think then, you were um, drawn to the house? Do you think you'd actually, um, you know, made you to come there and do what you're doing or... or? Oh, we just driving by and you saw it. <laughs> Actually, she found it on the internet and uh, she seen oh. the picture of it and just fell in love with it and said, "We're going so. on a four-hour drive from <laughs> from uh, the Jamestown area in New York down to Oneida to look at a house." And I lo- oh, I seen the picture of the house and you know I, I fell in love with it from the moment I seen it as well. Yeah. And then when we yeah. walked inside the house, it was like it was like slipping on a comfortable shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just felt like a perfect fit. Yeah. And it wanted you. Uh, apparently. You wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> so, any, anyways, I don't want to take too much more of your time together. I want to thank you so much for, for coming on. This is uh, Jerry and Brian Gray from the... Uh, Collinwood End in Oneida, New York, and uh, if you visit their website. Now, one quick question. You can rent rooms there, correct? Correct. Yes. All right. And uh, uh, have you ever, like, uh, how many people can you sleep there? Uh, Well, we have four rooms, uh, double occupancy, so eight people would be no problem. Okay. Plus, we have specials going on this weekend as well for the uh, anniversary of the Dark Shadows. uh, Oh, that's right. Yeah, I I did see that on your uh, internet. The 27th, June 27th is the uh, anniversary of it. So we have $45 off all rooms that night. Oh, that's a good deal. For the weekend just just before it, uh, there's 20% off of all the rates. So there you go. Uh, 
So, so we uh, hope you guys come and visit us if you're ever in the area. Well, we'll have, oh, I'm yeah, going to have to make it a point. Um, that place is, sounds absolutely charming, and, and I know the uh, when I see Bottom is calling there in a foyer, he's calling to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, thank you so much for coming on, and uh, we uh, wish you the best of luck. And uh, that Halloween thing sounds really, really cool. And well, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having us as guests. Right. Thank you. When I'm when I'm next in the area, I could come and see you guys. There you go. That would be fantastic. I'd love to. All right. Have a good night now. You Thank too. you. You Bye. too. Bye-bye. 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 Oh, that was pretty cool, Richard. Huh? That was that was different. That was really good. That was that was. I I I, I get the impression that those guys actually don't class what they're doing as going to work. You you brought up an interesting. I would think it's a labor of love. I think so too. But you brought up an interesting point. Where you called to the house, which was, yeah, you know, I mean, doesn't it make you wonder? In other words, in other words, not only do the are the, were the are the spirits probably called back to the house because of what they've done, but but it sounds as if uh, Brian and Jerry were, were possibly I don't know called to the house because because I don't know. I'm, I'm a great believer in 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 fate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I'm not a huge believer in, in pure coincidence. I think, you know, destiny is what it's all about, don't you think? Yeah, it, 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 but there are so many interesting things. I mean, I remember one of the cases that we did was a place in, I believe, Pomfrey, Connecticut, and uh, uh, there was a young couple who bought a house together, and they, the same thing, they were drawn to this house. But once they got in, uh, he started to change and everything, uh, almost oh. like a, a possession type thing. And it, they eventually, they, they broke up. And, uh, oh, dear. He changed for the worst, in other words. Yeah, he he became obsessed almost, uh, which was interesting. But I'm, I'm not saying that's happened in that case because, for instance, uh-huh. Edward from the Haunted Victorium and Gardner, uh, the same thing. He sees a lot of the spirits and stuff in the house, but uh, I don't consider him possessed or nothing. I just think that, uh, you know, they can just relate to him. Maybe, maybe he is becoming sensitive. But if, that's in my book, Ghost Chronicles. But uh, it, it's really? interesting because, uh, yeah, they, he became so obsessed with it and everything else, he would, he actually changed in personality and everything else. I think it can happen. I think it, I think it also sometimes depends on, on the land that the building is on and, and the energy that's emanating from the ground. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, if it's on ley lines, if it's if there's a, a fault line nearby, or you know, the, you know, and again, it was all to do with feng shui and all that sort of thing. You know, where they could sort of change the energies from negative to positive, and and uh, it, it's all to do with a ho- you know house and a home, and um, oh gosh, but it, it sounds as if they were they were drawn there to me. Uh, it does too. I mean, like you said, you're gonna go to this house four hours away, and it was on the internet. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, I, I think they were supposed to get this house for some particular yeah. reason or not. Fate, uh, destiny, call it what we will. But uh, that was fascinating. I would, I would love to go there. I would imagine that uh, it, it was just it's just such a damn good idea to mm-hmm. take a, a an, I mean, I think it's a spooky looking house. It's a gothic um, looking house. Um and, and theme it around something that's as popular nowadays, of course, you know, as, as the supernatural, the paranormal, 
um, vampires and what. I think it's a fantastic idea, and I'm surprised more people haven't done it. Yeah, I mean, for instance, uh, the Lizzie Boyden house, Leanne yeah. uh, runs that, and she is absolutely a perfect fit for the house. And speaking of the Lizzie Boyden, we're going to broadcast from there tomorrow night. Uh, oh, you should be so lucky. Yeah, on Ghost uh, Chronicles, so Ghost oh, Chronicles Next Generation. So tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, we will be broadcasting live from the uh, uh, Lizzie Boyden house. Oh, boy. Oh, that's going to be that's quite good. That will be something special. Uh, so I, yesterday, sorry, yesterday, sir, I was um, I met up with with one of my heroes, um, uh, an amazing guy called Lionel Fanthorpe. Now I don't know whether you've heard of him or know of him. He, None at all. Um, he's seventy six year old uh, priest, uh, Anglican priest, uh-huh. um, biker, uh, drives a huge Kawasaki uh, motorbike, um, third. Third Dan Judo expert and instructor, weightlifting instructor, um, you name it, and, and he's an authority on ghosts. Um, I went to see him at his house yesterday, and he's, we're talking seriously of, of getting together to do uh, something new for TV. Um, he's been into the ghost business for, well, when he's 76 years of age, he's been in it for a long time. He, wow. He's like me. He believes in the realities of ghosts. Uh, he's written 250 books. Uh, on, 250? On paranormal. Sorry? Is that possible? Well, apparently he started writing books in 1950-something. Holy crap. Holy moly. <laughs> and I, I said to him, uh, Lionel, you, cause I've been wanting to meet him for years, and he's actually the guy that, that uh, I'm telling him in all the way, that had Derby proclaim the most haunted city in Great Britain. Uh, which I thank him for, and I said to him, Lionel, would you would you be prepared to come onto our show? He said, I'd love to. Well, so we'll I'm definitely gonna bring have him to have him on. on. Yeah, I'm going to have a, have a word with him and bring him on, and because uh, he's a, an absolute um, whiz, he really is. So uh, yeah, and that was so that was um, it was like meeting for me. It was like meeting. Come on, let's think about it. I don't know. Meeting not quite Elvis, but someone special because he's. I've been a fan of his for many many years. Uh, an admirer of his, and um, I went over to his house yesterday and met him, uh, and it was wonderful. I had a ball. So we're going to get him on the show, Ron. Definitely. I, I mean, I, I imagine you have like a trillion questions you're asking. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's the whole point. There's so much, you see, to, to talk to him about. He's an exorcist as well. Get out. Yeah. But, you know, Church of England, um, Anglican. Anglican, yeah. Wow, I mean, there's so much. So you wait, you wait. So uh, watch this space, guys, because I'm gonna I'm gonna ring him back in a day or two and uh, uh, ask him when he'd like to come on the show, and I'll let you know. Oh, that will we'll build let me up know. to it. We'll we'll advertise it. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that would be uh, awesome. I mean, yeah, I, I, uh, you know, seems like religion kind of skirts the paranormal, but it's really so uh, entwined that. that they, they really shouldn't should be addressed. It, it, it's so, you're so you're so right because I mean, funnily enough, I was I was only talking again yesterday that although um, religion tends to shun the paranormal, ghosts, right. and everything else, we 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 are actually all thinking from the same hymn sheet. We're we're, we're talking of of uh, people that die that go away for two or three days and come back. Mm-hmm. I'm talking of Jesus, of course. 
and and so it's it's a similar situation. And and the fascinating thing is that that I know, not only the Catholic Church, of course, but but certainly over here the the Anglican Church, the Church of England, but most parishes have their own exorcists. So surely that means that they must believe in in spirits that that need to be exorcised, sent on sent on their way. I, I agree. So you know we are we are. It, it, I tell you what it is, and we were talking about this yesterday, and this is one of the things we're planning on doing, sort of you know the ghosts in the church and all that sort of stuff, of actually trying to get some uh, debate going um, between us or myself and 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 Lionel, who, who's very keen to do it, and the church to not not defend nothing like that, but to actually debate um, the fact that we are both really talking of the same thing. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, or just the ghost of of Mole Flanders. You know, it, what's the difference? We we die, we go somewhere else. That's true. Call it heaven? Call it another no. dimension? We, we don't know heaven. until we die. That's the thing. I we mean, don't know. You, you do it on faith. That's why they have faith. Exactly. And of course, I do, I do believe to a certain extent that the, the reason that our business, because I think that's what we have to call it, the paranormal game, uh, is is on the increase because people are looking for an answer. Hmm. You know, that people still want to believe that there is something else. After right. That. I mean, uh, Spooky uh, Spooky Palooza uh, said that she was in a Catholic chat room and she got uh, bounced off for uh, talking about paranormal research. So there you go. I, I mean, how silly. In but this day you, and age. the thing is, it's it's not uh, you know. It, I don't know. I don't want. I don't want to get into religion too no, much right now. But it would be wonderful to actually create a um, a, a, a proper um, academic, if you want. That's probably the wrong word. Liberal, call it a debate on the whole subject and bring bring the two together. Uh, but but perhaps. I mean, it was certainly we, the the, the the paranormal side of it, would be only only too pleased to, to talk. Um, but would the church? I, I don't know. I'd, I'd love to find out. Uh, and, you know, it wouldn't be a case of anybody knocking anybody. we just sort of put our ideas together and see if we can right. come up with a common denominator. You know what? I, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really one that believes in that the more you challenge a thing, the more stronger your beliefs become in that thing in itself. If you believe in it, your beliefs will become stronger. So, I mean, I'm not afraid of, uh, you know, criticism or challenge. Uh, I I think, you know, in my paranormal investigator, that's what we do. I mean, we always challenge and... uh, You have to. Yeah, that's it. Tick the normal boxes first before we even remotely consider the small chance that it may be paranormal. Uh, we have open minds. This is the big one. You know, I, I talked to, I'm sure you're, you're the same, Ron, that we, we, we often on, on the events that we do, and I mean, you, you must be the same, get some guy that's come along with his wife. Uh, he doesn't believe in any of it. He's a total skeptic. Um, and, but I always say to them, but, but at least, how, you know, I respect your thoughts, but at least have an open mind. Because there's so much more out there than any of us even remotely understand. Uh, and call them, call them ghosts, call them what you will. That there is, there is a something out there. We all know that. That that 
that goes on. So have an open mind, and, and I, I say to them at the end, I hope that at least you go away after tonight, um, scratching your head, thinking, I wonder. Exactly. But, you know, some people just do not. No such thing. Absolute load of nonsense. Yeah, you know, um, part, part of the reason that, that some Catholics look, look down about paranormal investigating is they're afraid that it's going to shake their religion or, or everything. But it yeah. doesn't. It really, you know, you know, we, the, the show opens up and it says where where science and religion clash or do they? Absolutely. And, and that's that line I put there for a particular reason because it doesn't have to. A lot of times it just strengthens no, it the religious and that's actually beliefs. a very, very good, very brave comment as well. Yeah. to make at the beginning of the show, because I thought about it, but yeah, you're absolutely right, science meets religion, and mm-hmm. and religion sometimes has to, well, both have to bend, mm-hmm. science and religion sometimes. Um, but the funny thing is, Rob, the funny thing is, that we, we, it, 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 both science and religion don't really accept the paranormal. That's true, that's, uh, so actually, you know, it's not unbelievable oh, like, when you think about it. Most scientists, well, absolute load of no such thing as ghosts. It's all the, and then you speak to someone from the church, ah, no such thing as ghosts. Absolute load of rubbish. Uh, oh, rubbish! <laughs> yeah, it's all rubbish. But it's not. We know that. All the guys listening to us out there know that. Um, and most of the most of the world, if they're if they're honest, uh, most people have had something, some form of of call it what you will, paranormal um, experience that they can't understand, that they can't explain. Right. Um, more more so, more people are, um, since, since, the, since shows like, like Taps, you know, Ghost Hunters, um, and all the other good shows, and Most Haunted as well, um, it's made people, A, much more aware of, of what's going on, but it's also made people not quite as frightened or embarrassed to talk about their experiences. Which I think is great. And shows like, like what we're doing now. It's all bringing it out into the open and getting people to talk about the things that have happened to them that, that 15, 20 years ago they would never, never dream of telling anybody about because they'd have been laughed out of the place. But not this anymore. This is true. It is, isn't it? Nowadays people are prepared to... People aren't seeing more ghosts than they used to. They just... They're just prepared to admit to others that they have experiences. That's that's my belief. You know that that, that, that there are no more no more ghosts out there than there were 50 years ago. Mm. Um, but people are now admitting that they've seen them. And I tell you what would be fascinating, and, and I don't know how we do this to actually get some form of poll where we actually um, found out how many people actually have had some form of paranormal experience. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, actually we could do that, something like that. I'm sure we could. We could We could do it in our own little way and, and see what response we get from it. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other problem we've got, of course, is that we're preaching to the converted to a certain extent. This is true, too. Yeah, because our audience would be more paranormal. Yeah, um, yes, and, and interested in it. I know we're running out of time, but I, I do want to mention we may be doing video very shortly. Oh, that's if you Can have a. Know. Do you have a webcam, there, Cam? Oh yeah, I could do that. Then we may be doing this show video on video. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm I just got to work out the details. We had to go at the jail, didn't we? 
We did. And this would be both of us. And that would be great. I think it would be awesome. Oh, yeah, I'm up for that. Yeah, sooner the better. Tell me, tell me how, why, and when, and we'll, um, we'll, we'll get it sorted out. Yep, okay. That means I'll have so, to get dressed. That's the other trouble. <laughs> me too. I put my pants back on. <laughs> Any, anyway, uh, do you have any, any events or anything coming up you want to mention? Yes, I'm, uh, I'm off to a fantastic uh, old Elizabethan stately home on Saturday night called Temple ooh. Newsome. Um, the home of, oh my gosh, I forgot his name, the guy, uh, the Earl of, um, come on, come on, come on, guys, written many books on, on, on the paranormal, um, Lord, Lord Halifax. Oh, really? Lord Halifax's ghost, he actually saw, had his first ghostly experience on the staircase of Temple Newsome, which create, caused him to write his books, yeah, uh, and he was a Catholic. How about huh. that? And I'm there with ghost, ghost night events. So if that's right in the room, if anybody wants to come, Ghost Night event, um, with me on Saturday night. And Mike Totty, he'll be there as well. Yes, he's in the chat room, actually. Mike is in the 2G uh, the, uh, chat room. Hi, Michael. How are you doing? <laughs> yes, I should he, be with him on He's a on scouser. Remember that. Yes, indeed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you can hear what we say now, because he's had his hearing aid in. <laughs> oh, did he? That's very good. Uh, I, I do want to mention, too, I, I just got back from yesterday. We, we went out to uh, Whaleback Lighthouse, which has never, ever oh, yeah. been investigated. And I tell you, that place is really cool. Uh, yeah. we, we own it, and uh, it's going to cost us you know, close to a million dollars to oh, renovate it. But, wow. uh, yeah, it's, it, but it's awesome, totally awesome. It'll be interesting yeah. to see what happens when you start to renovate it, Ron. Yeah, I pasted... I, I Keep posted, the cameras rolling. There you go. I posted some pictures of it on uh, my Facebook page, which is uh, Ronald Kolick. Uh, that's the other thing. we got to get our own uh, fan page. That would be good. Yeah, I, I, will, I will make that my goal this week. All right, my friend. We'll, we'll, we'll talk over the phone about it, and we'll get that sorted out. That would be great fun. All right, Excellent. So I guess it's time to wrap it up. Uh, I know that Another tonight I have my paranormal study. On. I enjoyed that. I have my paranormal study group tonight, and we will be talking with uh, Susan Trumbull from New York, who uh, about the psychomanthium chamber, and so and, and we'll be doing some other stuff as well. But fantastic! Uh, have you ever gone to a psychomanthium chamber? I don't even know what one is. It's 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 like a dark closet with a chair and a mirror in it. Oh, yeah. You're sitting there with totally deprived Sounds of good. Oh, it's so cool. Are you doing that tonight? Yes, I am. Sounds good. Sounds very good. We don't so anyways, to time to wrap it up. I'm going to wait for the sun to come down. Yeah, it's still here now. We're going to lose it. So till next well, time. Next week, guys. Yep, good night. God bless everyone. Happy solstice. Talk to you soon. Bye. Goalies to ghosties, long-legged beasties, the things that go bump.